time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5.
region on Z97.5. That is new from Shella's side, taking on the Foreigner Classic Jukebox Hero to get things started tonight. They have started to announce a handful of dates coming up in the month of April. Check them out, Shella's side band on Facebook. I am Samantha Knight. Rock Around the Region being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. If you've been thinking about starting or furthering your career in the trucking industry, let them steer you in the right direction. Voted Clarksville's best vocational school. Check them out online at armoredtruckingacademy.com. Tonight on the program, part four of my conversation with Hidden Sixes. And I got to tell you, I get giddy over this one uh, for the simple fact that I start to find out that I've got a lot in common, uh, some, some friends in common and whatnot with the guys in this band from New York. So that's going to be a fun thing. Of Serpents and Guerrilla Warfare, a throwback track from Bridge to Grace, as well as an update on former frontman David Garcia and what he's got going on now. All of that and more coming your way tonight. This one, brand new from Kiss Kiss Bang. High, Hungry, and Seeing Things is their new EP. They're going to be my guest on the show in just two weeks' time. Brand new tune called Solid Gold. Kiss Kiss Bang on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Z97.5's Metal coming out of Nashville, existing in exile. 5,000 Days is the name of the tune. They're getting ready to drop a new album in just a week or so. Check out pre-order information on the band's Facebook page, facebook.com slash existing in exile. Stray Nova, been kind of quiet as far as releasing new tunes, but they had a show on Friday night. 
virtually live from the 615. Now, they apparently were a replacement as one of the bands that was scheduled to be a part of this virtual showcase. Uh, had to call in sick because, you know, Rona. So Stray Nova stepped in to fill in a slot for him, which I think is really darn cool. You can learn more about the live from the 615 virtual showcase on the band's Facebook page. Let's say thanks to Stray Nova for stepping up and filling in on that program. Bad luck. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Rages on, even chills me when you're gone. You're like an avalanche, waiting on the perfect circumstance to try and suffocate me with the way you say you hate me. I don't know just what I did, but nothing could compare to this. Bitch, about your bad luck. Look at A tight grip that won't let go You're like a hurricane Bring me down with the wind and rain You turn the tides against me I'm stranded, cold and empty I don't know just what I did But nothing could compare to this
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Stop clapping. 
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. That is Callus with their tune, Sand. Looking forward to seeing them on stage Wednesday night, the 10th, as they're opening up for Adelita's Way. That's right. An Honest to God concert is happening at the Warehouse on Wednesday, March 10th. Get details online at Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks. I am Samantha Knight. Time for part four of my conversation with the gentleman of Hidden Sixes. It's been such an amazing time so far and as we've been going around the room to get to know everyone in the band. We finally make it around to burn. Yes. Let's let's hear your story. First off, how how did you get from New York to here? Well, so uh, I might as well just tell the story. So uh, that's what I said. My, What's my, your story? My dad, he was you know he played guitar. My dad played guitar. He was he was a cop in New York City, but um, before he became a cop, he played in a band that did some stuff, and uh, and then he got drafted into uh into the army and went to vietnam mm-hmm. so the whole band thing ended but uh but he had his guitars so as a as a kid i had you know i'm a middle child i have an older brother my older brother kind of messed around with the guitar a little bit didn't really take it up but i just thought it was cool you know and the first bands i was ever really turned on to was was uh was kiss and i was really really young talk about a band that's not that good at their instruments but by god yeah but you know i mean it was just the the, the whole makeup yeah. thing and you know it was a whole show it was a spectacle me, it, that's exactly it was a spectacle you know and and for me it just it just really turned me on i'd i'd go outside and set up trash cans <laughs> and get some you know sticks or whatever i'd bang on them and my neighbors were pretty you know they're pretty gracious they'd let me do it for a while and they'd be like hey man can you please stop doing <laughs> it's three that three in the morning you know? can you go to bed now yeah, you know can you stop that and i mean i was a really really little kid yeah and uh, so i played guitar a little bit you know learn how to play my dad's guitar i didn't really get good but it I, but i wanted to get good i i yeah. there was just something about it that i was just drawn to and uh, my older brother he actually started playing drums and he had a drum set. He gave me this drum set and I just pretty much sat down and played it. And and everybody was kind of like amazed, you know, like, like, man, I, I, it wasn't like I was playing, you know, Neil Peart or anything like no, that. No, but, but still. I sat down and I could play. It still takes some coordination. Right. And everybody was really surprised. I wasn't really surprised because I didn't, it didn't occur to me. I was just kind of like, okay, this is just what you do. Right. You know, I was always just really drawn to music. My, my, when I was younger, my life was very, my family and just my situation was very dysfunctional. I was, you know, I, I lived in New York and Queens and um, in a bad area, lots of gangs, lots, lots of just really bad things. And the only, the only really structured positive thing that I could latch onto was music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still got involved in a lot of those bad things, but the one thing that, that still kept me somewhat grounded was music. And in New York at that time, was really when the big four were, were starting to come up and you had, you know, lots of the, you know, the older kids, they were, they were listening to bands like Metallica right. and, but th- they were still local bands at that, at that point, mm-hmm. but you'd hear a lot about them. And, um, and also kind of like in that mix too, you had a, a, a really large hip hop scene. And, um, so I was kind of into both, right. really. I, I liked the heavy stuff, but I also liked Run DMC. I really dug that stuff. That's because back in that day, the hip hop actually meant something instead right. of talking about wet body parts. And it was cool. And here's the other thing. So being it, being in New York at that time, all those guys were in New York. So right. it wasn't like, oh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like you go on Facebook and it's just some somebody out on the on the Internet. These are like people that you can run into at the corner store. Literally. Yeah. So, uh so I, I was really surrounded by a lot of music. My my older brother, he you know he had a couple of Yes albums. I got to see Yes at at, wow. uh, at, at Madison Square Garden, the nine zero one two five. I mean that was pretty that was a pretty big deal, you know. So 
when I saw that, I mean, I was just totally hooked and I'd know all the lyrics to all these Yes albums. And I was really like six, seven years old. Holy you know? cow. I mean, I was, you know, and I knew all this stuff because, again, I was just so into it. My brother got me this. I'll never forget it. He got me this little boombox Emerson radio. And I'd put my my Who tape in there. Nice. And I would just crank that thing up, and I'd walk around the neighborhood, you know. Did you carry it on your shoulder like I you were totally supposed to? I totally did. I totally okay. did. I mean, back then, that was what you did. You know what I mean? That was that was a cool thing. But but I knew all the lyrics, and, you know. I'm telling you, man. That's was, what I'm saying. Because, yeah. you know, but, but normally, the, the other guys are the boombox on the shoulders. Which it was all the hip-hop music, yep. not the who? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so those were the those Bring were really the, the things that I that I got into. And then as soon as you know, as I started to get older and I could venture out even more on my own, New York and New Jersey had at that time an incredible scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like there was show after show after show after show after well, show. Yeah, because you had what you had Lemores, you had, had CBGBs, you CBGBs, had all of those Stone Pony, yeah. Club Benet, uh, the the five one six. I mean, there was just. There were so many clubs all over the place. And a lot of the bands that were were starting then turned out to be these these mega super groups, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think that, you know, back then people thought, oh, these bands are going to be big. But I don't think they ever realized how big they were really going to become. Because these were guys that you'd go see their show, and then after the show, we'd, you'd go to back to somebody's house and hang out in the basement, and everybody just, you know, they'd play on, in the basement. Mm-hmm. And you'd wake up the next morning, and the whole band would just be, like, passed out on the floor. And, <laughs> but it wasn't a big – it yeah. was like, these are our boys. You it know? Was, it's a family. Right, and that's, you know, that's – that's what I'm saying. Liz. The, the, this industry world is, right. is that's why it's that small. Right. You know, and then, uh, you know, I after after listening to those bands and listening to heavier music, I, I, I still listen to some hip hop, older hip hop stuff. I like that. And uh, and it definitely had an influence on my drumming. And then um, b- uh, a band out of Brooklyn, Biohazard, they really guess like, what else I have a tattoo of. But yeah. Right on. I'm a New York hardcore fan, big DFL. time. Yes. <laughs> my yes, my DFL number is 600, by the way. Yeah, right on, right on. Um, yeah, I'm still a member of the fan club. So, uh, yeah, my first tattoo was a Biohazard tattoo. Oh, so. my God. But um, I really just, that band really just did it yeah. for me because it was metal and hip-hop, you know? And I remember going to see those guys, and they just... They just really blew me away. and um, That was Danny, actually one of my first CDs was yeah. Urban Discipline. Yeah. Danny Schuler, I just, you know, he it was such a hard-hitting Amazing drummer. drummer. I was like, man, I really got to like, like, and I had been playing, you know, I had been playing in bands and doing some stuff. And we actually even did some shows with Biohazard, like as kids, you yeah. know? And um, I was just like, man, I totally, when I, that's what I'm setting my goal to. Like when I get behind <sighs> my, my drum kit, man, I want to be able to like really just, do what that yeah. guy does. And um, and that's what I did. I mean, like, I really, he was like a very... Such a good guy, too. You know, I've, I've known them forever, yeah. too. And Peter then, and then, was and then that, Evan went off the freaking deep end. Yeah, well, Evan mm. was always off the deep end. He really was. He really was. You know, but, but uh, you know, you start marrying porn stars and then start doing a porn career and then you come back and try to do, do straight up gangster rap, which yeah. I don't know if you've seen that in the last year. I have not. Spare. But you know what? I mean, he's doing his thing, so good for him. You know, and Evan's always done his thing. I mean, even back then, Evan was doing his thing. You know, Peter Chris was the one that, like, made me want to play drums. Danny Schuler was the guy that wanted me to play drums. Good, you know? And, um... And then, you know, I started listening to other bands. Deftones, Abe Cunningham, very inspirational. You know, I mean, he... that. Like the, the guys that when people say, well, what are your inspirations for drumming? Like, Mm -hmm. who are the guys that, like, really made you want to to, to get into your craft, it would be, it would be Danny Schuler, Abe Cunningham, 
and Carter Buford from Dave Matthews Band. And they're always like, man, where did that come from? Right. around the region on Z97.5 Hidden Sixes and the song is True Zen 
though I've been playing it for a few weeks, calling it everything, because that was the working title of it. The guys have been kind enough to forgive me. Of course, chatting with a gentleman right now, and uh, oh my God, drummer Burn, we're finding out we've got a whole lot in common with uh, some of the music and some of the people that we know coming out of the New York hardcore scene. Bands like Biohazard, that, of course, um, drummer Danny Schuler has become one of your major influences. You're the first person ever to mention Danny. I'm telling you, so that guy I'm is very surgical. happy about this. He like, I'm so surgical. excited. He is surgical on drums, you know? Actually, Abe Cunningham is, too. He's a very underrated player. Those guys are hard hitters, but they're precise, and they're, and they're playing. They're not just playing the drums. They're creating, to me anyway, when I, you know, when I hear it, they're creating, like, music. Right. They're part of the song. It's not like they're separate. You and know? something with somebody like Danny, who yeah. is on a relatively small kit, very small. Compared to someone like Neil Peart, or we go back to Dream Theater with Mike right. Portnoy. I mean, right. God, Mike Portnoy is a freaking beast of a drummer. Yeah, for He's sure. got, you know, this gigantic, I don't know how he plays the whole damn thing. Honestly, Neil either. Like, there's so many of those those prog rock people that just, like, and even watching Bill Ward with Sabbath was yeah. freaking amazing. But Danny, yeah, as you said, Surgical is a really good description for it because yeah. it is a very small kit. Someone else who I think of with that is Ken Schalk from Candiria. Absolutely. Um, he's not in Candiria anymore, right. but my God, you follow him on Facebook and he puts up videos yeah. all the time. He's like, ah, I'm just going to sit down and jam today. Yeah. And I'm just like watching him on a kit that's even smaller than Schuler's and he's standing up half the time. Yeah. Because he's so into it, but he never misses anything. It's very, very tight, yeah. precision player. And that's another band. Like, I got to see all the time. Like, literally, like, <gasps> you're just hanging out. You know, I lived in Asbury Park. I was for, for a long time. You're getting was, goosebumps from this conversation because you're like, yeah. we know the same peoples. Oh, uh, we uh, we probably, it's probably a long list of people that we know. I mean, and like you said, you know a lot of folks from New York and a lot of bands and stuff. So, but I'll get I'll get more into that part of the story. Yeah, so those, those were really the guys that inspired me to become, like, to really, like, work on my craft and, yeah. and be good. There's a lot of other drummers that I find very inspirational for what they do. They, they, they're not necessarily, I don't try to emulate what they're playing, but th- just like their, their ideology on, on like what they're doing and right. what they want to achieve and how, and also how they treat people. You know, they, mm-hmm. it, 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 for me, that goes a long way. You know, there's a, there's a quote that says, you know, I treated people really bad on my way up and they treated me really bad on my way down. Right. I don't want to fall into that category, no. you know, and I've been around, and what I was going to say is I was I was I worked at a at a at a very big uh famous rock club in New Jersey and um I was a stage manager there for like 10 years. So I got to see every band that came through there. I mean, and there was like you name it that came through there right. because it was a premier rock club in New Jersey on the Jersey Shore. So I got to make a lot of friends, got to see a lot of bands, and I got to see a lot of people treat people poorly. Yeah. And it didn't really work out in their favor. It sucks too because yeah. they forget that they were once upon a time sitting in chairs like you guys were, barely right. a year in, right. trying to get things off the ground. But then I seen bands treat people really, really well. You know, uh, Seven Dust. I remember when Seven Dust first came out. My boys. They uh, same here. So they they uh, it was the the Roar tour. Iggy Pop was the headliner with uh, Sponge and just come anyway. Seven Dust just released their album. And they, I know, right? Oh, man, it was... But here's the thing. You can put Seven Dust on stage with anybody, yeah. and they will blow them the hell off. And that's exactly what happened. They were the first I remember when they that- toured with Creed. Yep. And that was on, you know, this is back with MySpace. And so you could get on MySpace and everybody's like, uh, the hell with Creed. Who is this band? So underrated. When they played that show specifically, and it was the first time I had heard them, but I hadn't seen them yet. They had, because they literally just released the album Mm -hmm. and they went on at like 11 o'clock in the, you know, early afternoon on a stage outside this club. It was like the second stage, you know? 
And I was listening to him. I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was the band. I'm like, oh, I love this song, you know. And they were they were playing, and I walked outside, and I'm like, holy, holy smoke, crap. this is yeah. the band. And they were so good. I thought they were like playing it through the PA. I thought they were still kind yeah. of like tuning the PA and getting it all set up. It was the band, and you know, we obviously they were at that Amazing time. Amazing time. They were so new. We became friends, and we stayed friends for you know for years yeah. after that. It's rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C ninety seven five.
Rock around the region on Z97 Vibe, brand new from Of Serpents called Black Zodiac. Got the opportunity to see them. There is a big show coming up March 13th at the warehouse. Now, Of Serpents, Guerrilla Warfare, Modern Primate, and others did a benefit show last night at the Revel House downtown to raise money for St. Jude. Now, coming up on March 13th, they're doing what is called the 2021 Hardcore Formal Benefit for Disabled American Veterans. So, going to be a huge, huge show, including all of those bands I just mentioned, Modern Primate, Hidden Sixes, Guerrilla Warfare of Serpents, and others. Check out details, facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks. Again, that's happening Saturday the 13th at The Warehouse. Let's do the latest from Guerrilla Warfare, Blinded by Demons. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C-97 Vibe. Come on, boys. Let's get in the car and go. 
On Z97.5 from Madisonville, Kentucky, it is Reverend Jack. Brand new tune called Forever Town. Now, the band getting ready to unleash a full-length 12-song album. I know they've been working very hard for a very long time to get to this level, advancing from, you know, a three-song EP and getting signed and doing some big shows with some big names. And now a full-length album is on the way. This 12-song record called No Face Race will drop on March 19th. You can check out details on the band's Facebook page. Rock Around the Region going to wrap up here in just a few, including a throwback track from our friends in Bridge to Grace and what is going on with their former lead singer and some show news for my friends in Goodbye June when Rock Around the Region continues. The show being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Region on Z97.5. That is my boys out of Nashville. Goodbye, June, and Universal Mega Love. They just announced on Friday afternoon they're going to be doing a couple of shows with Bad Flower, which is pretty damn awesome. Uh, May, I believe May 6th, uh, 7th and 8th, something like that. So you can check out details on the band's Facebook page. Looking forward to new music from them. I'm sure they've been working on it just like everybody else. In the meantime, their album uh, Community Inn is available. I am Samantha Knight. Thank you for tuning in and checking out the program tonight. Rock Around the Region being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy, voted Clarksville's best vocational school. If you've been wanting to get into the trucking industry, they can definitely help you out. Check them out at armoredtruckingacademy.com. All right. As always, you got questions, comments, concerns, hit me up on Facebook. Drop me an email, Samantha at Z975.com. So on Friday afternoon, I came across a 60-second video from David Garcia, the one-time voice of Bridge to Grace. And so I reached out to him and said, yo, can I have a full version of this song? Now, let me play a, a little bit of this, and I'll tell you what's going on with David Garcia, formerly of Bridge to Grace. So that is David Garcia, one-time frontman for Bridge to Grace, covering Justin Timberlake and Mirrors. He put this out on his TikTok and his Facebook social media pages. And so I was like, David, I need to get a copy of this song to play it on Rock Around the Region. Unfortunately, there's not a full version available. What he's doing right now is brand building with 60-second covers on TikTok and social media platforms. Said he's working with a group who are incredible at modern music marketing. And so he is working this angle for right now with the 60-second self-produced, meaning he is playing every single instrument, mixing and producing everything himself, putting them up on his social media and hoping to grab the attention and the followers and then get to to that next level. So in the meantime, check out facebook.com slash David Garcia Atlanta. And of course, he's also on TikTok as well because he's he's been posting a few of these little 60-second videos. So hopefully he will get the notice and be on to bigger and better things. So with that, let's wrap things up tonight with a throwback of David and Bridge to Grace, Lost in Memories. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time.
the storm. 